Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Unlock Show. I'm Tracy Wilson, and I'm your host for today and every day when you're on The Unlock Show, of course, unless I have a little stand-in, which might happen from time to time. But hey, welcome to today. It's Friday here in Australia, and uh, it's a little bit of a dull day today. And this week, I've been battling uh, a cold, so I'm glad that for episode on Wednesday and also for today, I've managed to be able to get enough voice to be able to do it. So I want to let you know now, hopefully, you know, coughing fits and sneezing will stay away for at least the next half an hour. Anyway, I'm always pleased to be here, and I'm so pleased that you guys are here with me too. Today's show, I want to talk about this. When niching down makes no sense at all, and also the three-letter word that you must embrace. So there's a, the reason that, I'm, that I wanted to talk about this, and over the last few days, I've been sort of delving into um, some of my, I suppose you'd call it, vault of things that I um, have that a lot of pe- lot of people even in our team don't even realize that, you know, experiences that I've had, things that I've done, things that I've created. So I'm kind of delving into a lot of that stuff and pulling it out. And it's really made me think about, um, you know, a few different things and and how I can obviously best serve you. So today I wanted to talk about when niching down makes no sense at all. The reason I want to talk about this is because it is something that you've probably heard over and over and over again is you must find your niche. Get a niche, really dive down deep into that, and that's the key to getting you started. And I want to talk about why I think that is the, not the way to go, particularly if you are starting out. Um, and obviously, you know, I've done this from experience because I didn't like niche down um, to the degree that I certainly do now when I was first starting out. So let's delve into that and hopefully I can give you guys some um, some experience, share my experiences, my knowledge with you to help you kind of navigate that uh, and determine when it, when it does actually make sense for you to niche down. The other thing is that often, you know, as we're we're thinking about our business and you're hearing, you know, the gurus and people say, you've got to niche down. Often we're sort of thinking that through and we're going, man, that just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like I'm going to be taking a whole lot of um, you know, money off the table, people out of my potential audience if I do that. Um, so I want to explore that and give you some, I suppose, insight into um, why why we actually should do it and when the right time is to to kind of niche down and get really specific on what you're uh, what you're doing and what you're going to be about and how you can claim that space and be the champion of it. So as per normal, we're watching this inside of the Success Secrets for Business, Family and Life Facebook group. So if you're not currently with me inside of that group, I would highly recommend you get on over there. All of our shows, we have a number of shows that are brought to you by experts in their uh, respective fields, and all of our our shows are brought to you by the Metadime Network. So get yourself on over to the Facebook, uh, to Facebook and find our group, uh, Success Secrets for Business, Family and Life. This is also being streamed right now live across multiple channels. So you might be seeing me right now in YouTube or LinkedIn or you know wherever wherever that platform is, or listening to this after the fact on the podcast. So if you want to engage with me today, all you need to do it's real simple. You can just type, if you're on Facebook, type into the chat box and I'll actually get your messages here. So, you know, I need a little bit of love in today, guys, to make sure that I can get through this. So, you know, shout out to me. Let me know who you are, where you're, where you're dialing in today. And uh, I would love to hear from you guys and know that you're all there. 
So the second thing um, that I am going to pull up is this. I've got a few, a uh, few little. I always have these little banners that I that I share. They are shareable, so you can certainly take them and utilize them across your uh, social platforms if you want. And like with the most, the vast majority of my shows, I have giveaways. Today is one of those shows where I'm going to give you something at the end of the show that is going to help you thrive in your business. And what I'm going to give you is going to enable you to really, you know, look at your customer avatar niche. Down and just spend some time really determining what type of clientele you want to be working with. So that's going to be the giveaway from uh, from the show today. And you need to be inside of the Success Secrets group to get your hands on that. And I'll make sure that it is available for you later on this afternoon. So let's kick into this. Sometimes, like I said, it makes no sense at all to niche down. And I remember when I um, when I first started out in business, and I can remember uh, I went away and I did some I did some work with another lady initially, sort of finding my feet, getting you know getting my straps, working out what is it that I wanted to do, and learning from her. And I worked for her for like two years for free. Basically, used a lot of my redundancy money to keep us going, and I did a what we would call an internship with her to really understand the coaching, consulting, and this online um, online space. And then after a while, I decided, hey, you know what? It's time for me to kind of spread my wings and go out and do my own thing. Or I have to bite the bullet. And you know, I had a choice to make at that point, which was bite the bullet, go out and do something of your own, or go back and get a real job, um, which is at nine to five. And I would have had to have gone back with my tail between my legs and asked ask my old boss for a job back. So that particular um, Christmas, I can remember we'd recently uh, moved house. We'd brought, a, we'd brought a house for my mum and dad and we'd recently moved into it and we were renovating it for them. And it was all kind of to do with all of all of these things were happening all at the same time. Um, moved from a really big place into this teeny weeny little house with all of our kids and, and just trying to navigate a new business and what was that going to look like and was I better off to, to go and get a job or to actually start something myself. I remember laying on the couch um, over the Christmas break, really contemplating this and thinking, you know, what do I really want to do? And I just knew that, you know, having my own business was the thing that I wanted to do, but I really didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. But I knew I had to make a decision at that time. I had a choice to make, go get a job or carry on and uh, continue down this entrepreneurial path. And I picked up this book, which was um, Napoleon Hill's book, right? So it was like, another see, got a cold. Now the name of the book's completely left my brain. So I picked up the book of Napoleon Hill and I started reading. Um, I started reading this book and it was like, wow, I need to, you know, I, I really am feeling compelled to actually do something with my life and I need to make a change and I really need to move forward and create my own business. And I stayed up night after night after night thinking about what would my business be like? What was my, um, you know, what was my background? How could I bring the skills and knowledge that I had into something that I, that I wanted to create? And I knew that by working with this, I, I knew that when I was working with the other coach, um, that I, I realized that the small business owners that I were working with needed a whole lot more than just coaching. They needed help. Like I've talked about the five key things that, you know, the five key reasons that businesses fail before. And, and that's um, that whole piece of research that I did at that time when I looked at my skills, the knowledge that I had, then when it went and started doing a bit of research. Thank you. It's Think and Grow Rich. Thanks very much, Scott. I knew someone would know it. So <clears throat> I started doing some research on more about 
why did businesses fail? Why was this the case? And I coupled that with the experience that I had with banking and also the experience that I then gained through working with uh, working with this other coach. And I realized that businesses needed more than business coaching. They actually needed help across a number of different things. This was my idea and concept at the time. And I sat up night after night trying to come up with what it was the, you know, what was my brand? What was the concept going to be? And I, and I landed on business beyond five. What did business beyond five mean to me at that time? It was like, I knew that if I could help businesses overcome all the challenges and the, um, you know, the obstacles that they had to face in the first five years of business, and I could get them over that hump and get them to their sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth year of business, they were more likely to succeed long term. And if you look at the statistical data, that is that is true. So, you know, most businesses fail in their first 12 months. If you can get past five years, you're going to be doing pretty well. So right now, guys, just think about that. How long have you been in business? Let me know in the chat and um, how long you've been, you know, doing the current business you're in right now or um, multiple businesses, been in business or an entrepreneur for how many years? So I knew this was the case. So when I created my business, I actually created it very, very broad. And I did that for a reason. I knew that there were businesses that needed help in multiple spaces. So I started creating this business model that was not only business coaching, but also encompassed marketing and it encompassed the finance piece, which was like bookkeeping and, you know, helping them understand their, um, you know, their books and what, what, the numbers in their business was actually telling them. So after I after I realized that this was the case and I put that out to the market, lots of people were coming to me because they were like, wow, I can come to you and I can get all of these things. You're like a one-stop shop to me. And I was like, yeah. So over time, uh, because I did that, it actually made me more appealing to a lot more of my business clients because I had the breadth of knowledge and the skill set to be able to offer them different things in um, in a multiple you know in multiple different areas. They didn't have to go to me for one thing, somebody else for something else, and somebody else for something else. So that that was actually a um, a really good move for me right from the outset. So hence the reason that I'm saying sometimes niching down and niching down right at the beginning is sometimes not always the right way to go. And the other reason for that is when you when you can be a little bit broad, you get to play with lots of different things. You get to uh, broaden your skill set. You get to understand other you know facets of business that perhaps you wouldn't have had exposure to had you niched too soon. Had you got really really specific and become you know only a one trick wonder. You know that they, they'll often talk about you know being a jack of a jack or Jill of all trades and being a master of none. Um, you can also be the flip side of that. You can be a one trick wonder and and that's that's all you know. So I think there is, um, you know, real merit in going, sometimes going wide. And then once you've gone wide and you've got, you know, the skill set and a, a bunch of knowledge, and you've also then had an opportunity to experience different things and determine what are the things that I actually enjoy doing. Because right from the beginning, when you come up with this, you know, fantastic idea, I'm going to noose down and I'm only going to do that, you might find that you don't particularly enjoy that. And by having a lot of experience, you've then been able to go, okay, well, actually, I thought I really enjoyed this, but now that I've dabbled in here and now that I've, you know, got a lot more experience here, actually, that's the part that I enjoy. 
So same as if we were, you know, when, when I'm talking with my kids and today is a bit of a monumental day for us in the Wilson household and my youngest son is moving out. So we are becoming empty nesters. So um, it makes sense to kind of talk about this too today. But, you know, when I'm talking with my kids, when they were 12 years old, we're not talking about them. Hey, what are you going to, you know, what are you going to do when you grow up? I want you to choose something now because when you get to university, I'll only want you to, you know, focus on that. Now, my conversations with them were, I want you to do lots of things, try lots of sports, do lots of, you know, try lots of different um, things at school because then they get to go out and they get a a much more broader range of experience and they then can determine what they want to do. And I can tell you right now that not one of them is doing what they thought they would do uh, when they were at school. They're all doing, you know, completely different jobs. They've traveled and uh, experienced lots of, lots of different things. And it meant that they could come home and actually choose what they enjoy doing. And all of them go to work enjoying what they do. So there is a real, um, I suppose, correlation between you know, that and, and us, us in business. So then as time goes on, as you start to, um, as you start to play with, play in different, different areas, you get your skill set up. You then can start to decide, well, what do I want to niche down in? And what I've done is actually niche down with various different businesses. So I don't just have one. I've, you know, you might have one company that has multiple different products and brands within it, but you then are able to pivot and um, have multiple things going at once. That has made absolute sense for me and it's always helped me in good stead. And it means that I've got, you know, you can create these multiple streams of income and be able to switch one thing off and, you know, turn the dial up on one thing, turn the dial down on another when you need to if economic uh, if, if, if economic situations like now arise, you've got different things that you can kind of start to play with. So um, that's sort of a bit of a story about my my background and 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 why I've certainly felt that that niching down right from the get-go wasn't the right thing to do. And to be honest, I didn't really know a lot about it at that time. It wasn't until I got further and further into business and I started doing a lot more research, listening to lots of different people, that even the concept of niching down and finding your client, you know, your dream client avatar uh, was even something that that meant anything to me that I was exposed to. So we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the point where, you know, uh, creating your niche market and and getting really specific with who you're going to work with and who your avatar is, that is going to become extremely important. And you do need to do that. But if you're a start, if you are a startup entrepreneur, my advice is to kind of give everything a go. Um, the the key to a lot of this stuff is these things. So I'm just going to pull these up. The first one is this three letter word. Let me find it. It's this, right? So it's this three letter word. That you must know, that you must understand that three-letter word because it opens up so many different doors. That three-letter word is yes. So when you're starting out, again, lots of people will tell you you need to learn how to say no. You need to learn to say no, 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 and shut down a lot of you know a lot of things because you're going to get um, distracted. My advice is say yes. Say yes to everything you can at the beginning. Um, again, that has held me in good stead. I've said yes to things even when I thought, holy crap, I'm not ready for that. An example of that is I've been, and this is something that I've recently been sharing with our team, 
they didn't know about me. I've been a production manager on multiple sets for commercials and, um, you know, and, and doing videos for various different types of products and services. So with that requires, you know, organization, scripting, storyboarding, so on and so forth. Now, I wouldn't ever, I never, ever thought I had the experience to be able to do that. A banker just doesn't have exposure to that type of stuff. But when it came across my, you know, came into my my pathway, I was asked, can you do that? What did I say? The natural thing was, yeah, I can do that. Yep, we can figure that out. And that, and I just went away and I figured out how to do it. So I want to want you to say, you know, think about before you say no, can you say yes? Because if you can say yes, this is all you need. You need to make sure that you say to yourself, I am resourceful. I am resourceful. The one thing that most people fall down on is that it's not about, you know, we, we go, I can't do that because I don't have all the resources. I don't have cameras. I don't have... I don't have, you know, I don't know how to storyboard. I knew none of that, none of it. Had no clue whatsoever, but I just said yes, but I just knew that I could back myself and I could be resourceful. And I used my resourcefulness to help me pull all of these, help me pull, you know, multi six-figure projects off, like $140,000, $160,000 projects when I had absolutely no experience, but I knew that I had really good organizational skills. This is the other thing that absolutely matters when you're starting out. The more you can do this, the more that you can grow your network the better. Your network matters. It matters at the beginning and it matters right the way through your entrepreneurial career because the more people you can know, you can build relationships with, build good relationships with, the more opportunities you can actually say yes to with confidence because you know that you can say yes and you then can go in. It's just then a matter of pulling in a team, having systems and processes to pull, you know, whatever project off to make it happen. So I think those things are super important is for you to say yes before you get to a point where you say, no, I'm not going to take that. No, I'm not going to take that. No, I'm not going to take that. That time will come. But initially, you want to say yes to as many things as you can so that a Like I said, you get the experience and the exposure and you get an opportunity to really see, you know, do I like the fit of this glove? And if you do, then you might actually end up niching right down into, you know, film production or, um, you know, working with in, in marketing, on online marketing or whatever the case may be, because you've given yourself the room and allowed more opportunities to flow to you. So that's always the, I suppose, the mantra that I work with is like, how can I say yes first before I say no? And then I can, you know, make a a discerning and an informed decision about whether or not I want to continue to pursue the opportunity. And I use all of those skills and the um, experience that I've gained through the history that I've got to then niche down into other areas. Funnily enough, all of those little things, it's funny too, because over time, you'll find that these things all come back to you. You'll find that, you know, even though you're now, um, you know, you're, you're niche down, you'll probably find that the things when you were wide and you were doing lots of things are going to come back and really help you in whatever it is that you are doing. And 
believe me, you know, believe it or not, your clients are going to have a whole lot of things that they, um, you know, that they need help with. That if you're even able to give them a little bit of advice that's outside of, you know, your scope, um, they appreciate that a lot. So, anyway, that's um, that's a little bit of detail about you know what when I think uh, niching down is not the right thing to do, and why you shouldn't do it too early. And then now let's get into, you know, then when does niching down actually make sense? To me, niching down actually makes a lot of sense when you are really clear about what it is that you want to do. And I think this is something that um, a lot of entrepreneurs, again, get tripped up on because they make a decision based on what can I make a lot of money from? Um, you know, what, what is, what is the, the in thing right now? So on and so forth. So the, the first thing you want to do is do you actually enjoy this thing? Do you really, really enjoy it? And then does it solve a problem? And it probably, the answer probably is yes, because if you're enjoying it, it means that you're doing it regularly. It means that somebody's asking you to do stuff. So therefore, there would be a market for it. So if that is the case, you're then thinking about, well, what is the specific thing that I'm doing right now? For example, soon I will have a program that will teach women how to step, you know, stand up, stand firm and stand out in the world of business through creating their own online show. That is very, very specific. Would I have done that right from the get-go? No, but I can do that now, right? So you, you, these are the sorts of things that you can do. You're thinking about what parts of my business do I really enjoy, picking up that piece niching down and getting very specific about what it is that you do and getting really very very clear on who your ideal client is who are the people that you're going to want to wake up in the morning and be excited um, to be speaking with and excited to be helping so the document that I'm going to give you is going to help you do that so I'm going to do two things today one is I'm going to give you a document it's called like a niching down and helping you to really understand who your client avatar is and I'll also record a video for you that will dive a little bit deeper into how you do that so that you can you know you can follow along with me and completing the document and also I'll give you a few more um, you know pointers and uh, guide you along the way to help you help you manage to get very clear on your client avatar because I know that this is for those of you that are watching you've probably been spinning your wheels at some point going well I don't know I don't know who I want you know who should I work with who is my client avatar what do they look like what are you know what what um you know what goals and values do they have what are their challenges and what are their pain points so it really is going to help you to unlock all of that so today I wanted to talk about these things because it's um, super important to so the, the core of what I've spoken about today is like when it is not appropriate to um, or when it doesn't really make sense to niche down too soon. So we've talked about that. We've also talked about that beautiful three-letter word that we should be using where we can. Yes, sometimes the uh, you know the response no is appropriate, but in most cases, you know we can find ways to say yes, yes, yes. We can do that, and then we go away and we figure out how. And it's not your lack of resources that is going to hold you back. It will be your lack of resourcefulness. So grow your network, use your resourcefulness to find out how you can make things happen. And I can assure you that that will hold you really, you know, will hold you in good stead as you move forward in your uh, business and in your entrepreneurial journey. 
So I'm going to wrap this up pretty quick because I need to go and get myself a, a drink before I do have a coughing fit today. And uh, I want to say thank you very much for joining me. I'm going to be back next week. Um, I've got some more guests and it will be, um, you know, it'll be really interesting. I'm not going to tell you who they are. You'll have to come into the group and see uh, me post about our special guest next week. And then, of course, I'll be back again next Friday talking about something, you know, completely different. I always have giveaways to uh, to give to you guys. And I also want to let you know, if you want to be a guest on my show, if you'd like to be interviewed by me, you can absolutely apply to do that. I would love to have you guys on my show. Here's what you need to do. Head on over to the Metadime Digital Co.com website. We'll get one of the guys to put it into uh, into the into the chat box today and uh, get yourself on over there and just make an application. Your application will go to Karen, who's our production manager, and she will determine whether or, you know, which show you want to be on, if it's mine or maybe it's Vicky's or even Scott's or um, maybe you even want to have a show of your own. That's doable too. So get yourself on over there. I'd love to have you as a guest. Also, this these uh, shows are available via podcast so if you also go to the metadime website you go to the unlock show you'll actually find all the podcasts there so if you're finding that you're not able to get on these shows live don't worry we've got you covered you can go and soon you'll be able to download our app but you can also listen to them on the podcast and of course inside of the group in the video section these videos are also there so thank you so much for joining me i look forward to being back here again next week hopefully i can kick this cold to the curb and uh, i will be back to my normal self and i will be here sharing more stuff to help you live your life unlocked have an awesome weekend and i'll talk to you soon guys bye (laughs) 